Hello, this is Father Jeremiah from the Franciscan Friars of the Renewal, and you are listening to From the Friars Podcast. G.K. Chesterton once said about St. Francis that he was a man who lived upside down. It's kind of a strange thing to say about another person. But when a person is upside down, the whole world, the trees, buildings, other people, cars, everything appears as if it's hanging from the sky, held together by an invisible string. In other words, everything appears dependent upon another. Nothing is sustained by itself. And of course, that's the way things really are. Everything is dependent upon another, namely God. And when G.K. Chesterton said that St. Francis was a man who lived upside down, he was calling to mind this very mysterious paradox. That it is by living upside down that he was actually turned right side up. because he saw things correctly, as they really are. And today, as we hear the Beatitudes, the Beatitudes on purpose are meant to turn us upside down for the sole purpose that we can see things correctly. And in turn, be turned right side up. And how do they do this? You know, this week I was just looking at the Catechism and what the Catechism says about the Beatitudes. And I came across this very simple, very profound sentence in the Catechism which is paragraph 1718. It says, The Beatitudes respond to the natural desire for happiness. This statement should immediately get our attention, as it did mine. Because happiness is something everybody desires. Nobody has ever said, I want to be miserable. Yet everybody says, I want to be happy. And it's not an exaggeration to say that all people, 
everywhere that their primary motivation in life is the pursuit of happiness. You know, I've been a religious now for 20 years. And I've noticed during this time that every time that I meet somebody, maybe at a doctor's office or on an airplane or in a gas station, and they sort of ask me about my vocation, the very first question that almost every single person has asked me is, are you happy? We are obsessed with happiness. And we should be. Because the desire for happiness is given to us by God. But when people ask me, are you happy? Honestly, I don't like answering that question. And I always do, and I always say, I'm very happy. The reason why I don't like answering that question is because I don't like the way the modern world tends to define and understand happiness. This is how the modern world defines happiness. This is a definition of happiness straight from the dictionary. It says, happiness is an emotional state characterized by feelings of joy, satisfaction, contentment, and fulfillment. And so happiness in our modern context is basically being described as a fleeting, constantly changing experience that has no depth to it. And it's simply because it describes happiness as an emotional state characterized by feelings. And with all due respect and reverence to our feelings and emotions, what is one thing that our emotions and feelings all have in common? They are constantly changing. If happiness occurs only when our feelings and our emotions are in harmony and producing feelings such as contentment, or fulfillment, then there will rarely ever be truly happy people. And quite honestly, if this is what happiness is, then I don't want to be happy. Jesus, thankfully, has a much deeper and a much more beautiful understanding of happiness than merely as an emotional state. You know, the saints all throughout history in the church 
following the teachings of Jesus in the gospel, teach us that happiness occurs when we share in the divine nature, when we share in the vision of God. In other words, happiness, real happiness, lasting happiness, is the fruit of genuine holiness. Which is what? Becoming God-like. Becoming divinized. Not getting what merely I think I want, or what I think will make me happy, but beginning to see as God sees, beginning to love as God loves, beginning to think as God thinks. This is where real happiness is found. And to the extent that we are growing in genuine holiness is the extent in which we will experience genuine happiness. And one of the main reasons for that is simply because the happiness that occurs through holiness is not fleeting. It does not change minute by minute like our emotions and our feelings, as important as they are. But rather, the greater the holiness, the greater depth we begin to live and move in. The greater strength that we experience among oftentimes the turbulence that our emotions and our feelings can cause. And so how do we do all of this? It's by embracing and living the Beatitudes. Because ultimately, the Beatitudes are a portrait of Christ. You know, there is a tendency in the modern world to sort of divorce the Beatitudes from the person of Jesus. Oftentimes, in maybe religious studies or in any other sort of modern religious conversations, the Beatitudes will be sort of pulled out and shown as the ideal of Christian life, that this is what Christianity is. That's not true. Jesus is what Christianity is. The Beatitudes are a portrait of him. It is he who is poor in spirit. It is he who is meek, who is merciful, who is clean of heart, and who is persecuted. And by calling us to live these Beatitudes, Jesus is first and foremost calling us to follow him, 
to give ourselves entirely to him and to let him turn us and our worlds upside down. This, and only this, is where true happiness can be found. And it is the only happiness in life that's worth pursuing. Because it's the only happiness that doesn't fade away. If we follow and we live these Beatitudes, this happiness that each one of us desires, that God desires for us, will be ours in abundance. Thank you for listening to From the Friars podcast. Please check out our website at franciscanfriars.com and find us on Facebook and Instagram at CFR underscore Franciscans.